0: You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC.
1: And uh, joining us now, John, we have Greg Jarrett, uh, Fox News legal analyst to talk about uh, so many things. He also is the author of the Constitution of the United States and other patriotic documents that he edited and put together. It's a great book. Um, Greg, First off, i got to get to you on this whole thing with Fannie Willis. This is the Georgia prosecutor. And this story is wild. She's the one who has that. It's the RICO case with uh, President Trump and all these others, you know, tied to uh, the election. And now it's like her lover. What, uh, like, was the guy who was the one who was prosecuting the case? And it turns out he had meetings at the White House. It sounds like the fix was in.
0: Oh, it absolutely does. And and we suspected that all along uh, because Fannie Willis contorted the racketeering law to bring the charges. Uh, so now we're left to wonder, you know, was it pillow talk that left uh, that led to the charges against Trump? I think the trial judge must hold a hearing, demand answers. Uh, if warranted, the judge should then refer the accusations against Willis and her lover to the state attorney general for immediate investigation and the trial itself against Trump should be paused until that probe is finished and the public can be assured that this prosecution against Trump was not poisoned by unethical, even corrupt conduct. Greg, it's uh, it's Richard Weinberg. Good to have you on again. I think you're absolutely right. I think there are serious questions at the the very least of ethics and maybe illegality here. The whole thing makes the Situation smell the whole prosecution, the way it's been handled from beginning to end. What say you? Oh, I think you're right, Judge, as you usually are. If it's true, that oh, don't Willis say
1: that. He's in studio with us. He's <laughs> going to get a big head. He's going to get uh, very, very the uh, cocky. Not big enough for my head. Oh so. my goodness. Anyway, Greg,
0: if it's true that Willis paid her lover, boyfriend, who is, by the way, inexperienced and un- unqualified as a prosecutor a whopping $654,000 in taxpayer money, and then the two of them used some of it to take lavish vacations together. What is that? Well, Judge, you would probably call it misappropriation of public funds, honest services fraud. She was also uh, apparently hiring him without authority. That's an abuse of power. And what about the fact that he goes to the White House for two separate meetings with White House staff for eight hours at a clip? What is the White House doing having a conversation with somebody who's supposed to be doing a state prosecution, Greg? Yeah, it, doesn't it looks like corrupt conspiracy uh, of Joe Biden's White House to bring criminal charges against his principal of opponent. It's the definition of corruption. Uh, so, you know, there are a lot of answers we need before this case against Trump which was always tainted by political prejudice, moves forward.
1: You know, uh, before we let you go, Greg Jarrett, uh, Hunter Biden, the uh, art dealer was questioned today, Uh, I kind of go, what art? I'm not an artist, but I think I could do better than Hunter Biden's paintings. But talk about how that's important because of all the money stuff. That's interesting. It shows the House is still zooming in on him.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, uh, kindergarten finger painting, and it ain't worth a nickel. Um, and yet he's selling it for sumptuous amounts of money. And, you know, oh, you know, the White House. So we, we put an ethics barrier. So he doesn't even know who's buying his, his paintings. And, of course, under oath, we find out today from the art dealer that, of course, he knew who was buying them. And they were all Democrat donors who were helping Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. So it puts a lie. To Joe Biden's claims in the
1: White House, and I, I, Craig Eaton, you've got a question for you no know, It just
0: seems so clear to me that that Biden and the Democrats realize they can't beat Trump at the polls, so they need to beat him in the courthouse, and they need to beat and him in the there's press. There's a
1: story out, and there's a story they're out. Desperate. There's yep. a story out, Rita. What's the story? Oh, yeah. this Greg, you may have seen this, that journalists today who are outside the court, where the courthouse where Trump was, were caught on a hot mic talking about, essentially, uh boy, if Trump was assassinated, imagine if it happened wow. like JFK, making jokes about it and going uh, on and on and on, like, oh, maybe well, if it was a convertible. They Horrible. They, they were saying Talk that about they press can't bias. afford...
0: They were saying they can't afford the Democrats can't afford to have Trump in office, and that 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 is an alternative way of
1: stopping him. Isn't that scary? Talk that's about scary. press that's bias. Scary. That's disgusting, yeah. Greg. That's it, disgusting.
0: It is. It's despicable. I mean, you know, you've heard of a dark newsroom humor. That's over the top, but it underscores the media is in the bag for Biden. Uh, they're so terrified of Trump that you know they're willing. Uh, to do anything, to win by hook or by crook. And to do that, you know, they're talking about despicable stuff.
1: Absolutely. Great, Jared. Jared. Thank you. Thank you very much, and keep telling the truth to the people. Thank you, Greg. Very much.